Why does anybody believe anybody on TV or in the White House or in Congress? It's beyond me. Uh, We start the podcast with the White House confirming that Biden turned down the general's advice to keep 2,500 troops in Afghanistan, even though he just said that never happened. They never gave that advice. What what does it mean? Who's going to pay for anything anymore? We talked to Marsha Blackburn uh, about that at the uh, towards the beginning of the, today's podcast. Also, we have Matt Walsh on who gave a blistering 60 second takedown uh, at uh, at um, in Virginia <laughs> at the school board meeting where um, the guy running for governor just came out last night and said, hey, uh, I'm not going to have parents tell the schools what they can and can't teach. Oh, oh. Okay. Also, some banking information that you really need to understand. And Tulsi Gabbard talks about the border and so much more. All on today's podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. what the guy who wants to be governor of Virginia said about schools and parents last night. You believe school systems should tell children what to do. I believe parents should be in charge of their okay. kids' education. Mr. McCall, 30 seconds. So first of all, this shows how clueless Glenn Youngkin is. He doesn't understand what the laws were because he's never been involved here in helping Virginia. But it was not. The parents had to write... To veto bills, veto books, Glenn, not to be knowledge about it, also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decision. You vetoed it. So, yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Wow. Wow. So I've been talking about, you know, cowboy, being a cowboy. And a cowboy is just let your yes be yes, your no be no. That's hard to do in today's world because everybody else changes what they said. For instance, Loudoun County changed a rule uh, because Matt Walsh said, I'm going to come and speak at that school board meeting. And Loudoun County changed the rule so he couldn't and said, no, 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 you you uh, you have to you have to live here. You have to have at least a lease of a house. And you have to present that. So Matt went, uh, went and found a workaround, and he went and got a lease, and he signed a lease on a house so he could speak uh, at the school board. And then they only allowed 60 seconds for people to speak. Here's what he said last night. Listen. I would thank you all for allowing me to speak to you tonight, but you tried not to allow it, yet here I am. Now, you only give us 60 seconds, so let me get to the point. You are all child abusers. You prey upon impressionable children and indoctrinate them into your insane ideological cult, a cult which holds many fanatical views, but none so deranged as the idea that boys are girls and girls are boys. By imposing this vile nonsense on students to the point even of forcing young girls to share locker rooms with boys, you deprive these kids of safety and privacy and something more fundamental too, which is truth. If education is not grounded in truth, then it is worthless. Worse, it is poison. You are poison. You are predators. I can see why you try to stop us from speaking. You know that your ideas are indefensible. You silence the opposing side because you have no argument. You can only hide under your beds like pathetic little gutless cowards hoping we shut up and go away. But we won't. I promise you that. Thank you for your time, and I'll talk to you again very, very soon. Matt Walsh is here to talk about what uh, he felt last night at the meeting. Hi, Matt. How are you? 
Hey, Glenn, doing well. <laughs> so tell me about tell me about last night. Yeah, well, we, we had a rally outside the, the building to begin with, and it was just a, a great turnout, a lot of energy there. And you know, this is happening, of course, not just Loudoun County. This is happening all across the country. I think, I think parents are waking up to the fact that we cannot, despite what Terry McAuliffe says, uh, we cannot just seed the next generation over to the state and let them decide what values our kids are told, what ideas are going to be in their heads, what kind of people they're going to be. So I think this is a kind of an awakening that's happening. Uh, I do think it's, it's a kind of a larger movement. And that's what we saw yesterday in, in Loudoun County. Um, and it was, you know, I, I thought lining up to go speak, this is supposed to be a public school board meeting for the public. And you hear the word public and you think, well, the public can, can come and just have their voices heard and at least sit in the room uh, and, and listen to what's being said. But they keep everybody outside. No one's allowed to go inside the building. They even keep most of the media outside. Uh, they, they let a few cameras in and they make everyone line up outside. You got to pr- provide your proof of residency, show your ID, and they got to take everything out of your pockets. They do like a TSA style screening. So this is already, I mean, if they did this outside of a voting booth, of course, we would be hearing the cries of racism, the kingdom mm-hmm. come. Uh, but it's, you know, so, so to talk, to speak at a public school board meeting is, it has to be more secure than voting in a, in a state. And then you and they make you wear the mask. And if my voice sounded muffled there, it's because they make you wear the mask. And you line up on it. You know, you, they, they give you little, these little dots you line up on. And you wait for your turn to go before the Royal Highnesses on the school board. And they give you exactly 60 seconds. And at 60 seconds, they cut the mic. And that's all you have. And the irony is that before I came, they accused me of being an outside agitator. And they said, well, we don't want him and outside agitators because we just want to hear from the parents. We want to hear community members. Oh, you want to hear from community members and parents? That's why you give them 60 seconds and you cut the mic? It is, I can tell you, I, you know, I speak for a living. It's very difficult to say anything worthwhile in 60 seconds. And unless oh, you do this for, for a living. living you, right. You, you, it, it, and the, but people go to speak at school board meetings. These are, these are not trained professional speakers. These are just parents who have questions and have concerns that they want to voice. And I'm just listening to this absurdity of one parent after another getting up there. They can barely get one thought out. And then they're just cut off and sent out of the room. It's, I thought it was, it was disgusting. Honestly, it's, I, I've never seen anything like it. So what do you think is going to happen? I, I mean, I, I, I certainly think in Loudoun County, they're gonna, that school board is going to have some problems come, come next election day for them. Which Until is when? Then, uh, which is coming up in November, I believe. Okay. Um, but they, you know, until then, they've made it pretty clear that they just don't, they don't care what our opinions are, wh- whether we live in Loudoun County or not, because the people in this school board and so many school boards across the country, just as we heard in the clip from Terry McAuliffe, they really just believe that they know better than we do about what our kids should be taught and what values our kids should hold. And so they think that they're, they, they have the moral high ground in silencing parents and saying, shut up and go away. Uh, because we, we know what your kids need. And in Loudoun County, they think that what the kids need, what little girls need, is for boys to be in a locker room with them watching them undress. That's one of the things that Loudoun County thinks kids really need. It's disgusting. So, uh, Matt, is the, is the, what was the crowd like outside? Were there people that um, were, were not, you know, might have been even Biden supporters, uh, you know, and voted for Biden? Or is this... Republican, Democrat, or are you seeing this grow beyond the partisan debate? 
I mean, I, I, I really haven't. I've been at a few of these school board meetings in, in different states over different issues. You know, in, in, in Tennessee, it was over the mask issue. And I've talked to a lot of people at these events and uh, outside of the events, too, as I know you, you obviously have. And what I have noticed is, yeah, I mean, there's a very th- this is at the core. The people that I think are organizing these things and keeping it moving, I think, are tend to be conservative, tend to have those values. Uh, but I've talked to lots of people who are not ideologically right wing at all, but they see what's going on and they are they're disgusted by it and they're terrified that kids are being being subjected to this. And that's the case with with the masking issue. It's also the case with critical race theory and also gender theory, which I think is the even more damaging Mm -hmm. theory that's being injected into our schools. Uh, And and how do you think Terry McAuliffe's words are going to play in the election? I I hope they play very poorly. I mean, I have to assume that even if you're even if you're on the left and you're a parent and you send your kid to public school, I have to assume that you believe yourself to be a competent person who should have some say in what your own kids are taught. I mean, no matter what you think politically, I can't believe that there are very many parents who say to themselves who say, oh, no, 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 I don't want to have any say at all. I'm, I'm an idiot. Just, yeah, let the state do it. Uh, I think that, but if I the think state the agrees of- with you or you agree with the state, it's so much easier just to go, yeah, well, I mean, they're not doing anything crazy. Yeah, it's true. It's true. If they're, if they're, if they're enforcing what you believe, but you still, but you're still, you still consider yourself, you know, you still want the state to align with your values. So you're not, I would, I would have to assume, maybe I'm being too optimistic that you, that you still wouldn't want to just cede that surrender that to the state completely. Um, and, uh, but so I, I would think that that's not going to play well, which is why you could tell when he said it, he made that comment about I, parents shouldn't tell teachers what to teach. And then he quickly moved on. I, you could tell he, he, he noticed what he said and he quickly moved on from there to talking about how teachers are heroes and all this kind of stuff. Um, so I, I don't think it's going to play well. All right, Matt Walsh, thank you so much. Host of the Matt. Wait, wait, wait. Wh- Before we let Matt go, we, I have to know how long the lease he signed was for. Do <laughs> you actually did sign a lease for a house, Matt? Yeah, I did sign a lease for a house, <laughs> and uh, it's it was for a dollar. I got a very competitive for a dollar. I splurged a little bit more than I wanted to spend <laughs> for for a woman's basement in the uh, in, in town there. And I, I haven't really decided yet how long I'm gonna. Well, I haven't. I, first of all, I haven't told my family yet that we got to move into a woman's basement. In <laughs> but, we'll see. All right. Matt Walsh, thank you so much from uh, The Daily Wire. You can also follow him on YouTube, youtube.com slash Matt Walsh. Um, Daily Wire is doing some really great things. I encourage you to become a member of The Blaze, but I also encourage you to become a member of Daily Wire. Um, they have a very, very important uh, set of voices over there. So. Look, he followed the rules. He got. He did. He's a resident of Virginia. He, I loved his tweet. Uh, how do you do, fellow Virginians? I mean, that's how you. That's how you introduce yourself to a community. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. He is uh, with the Independent Community Bankers of America, and I wanted to talk to him because there's a lot of independent banks that are now saying, you got to stand with us, please uh, uh, stand with your local banks and stop the uh, the IRS and the federal government from from putting this this new onerous restriction on these banks. Welcome. How are you, sir? 
Great. Thanks for having me on. So, Paul, tell me what the government is doing and why it's important to stand up against it. Well, a lot of people really um, have a hard time keeping up with what's going on here inside the Beltway in Washington, D.C., and we're sounding the alarm bells on this crazy, onerous proposal from the Biden administration, the Treasury, and now Congress is implementing this to have banks, every bank in America and credit union, report on people's financial transactions. They want to know the inflows and outflows of your savings accounts, checking accounts, loans. Any money you're moving um, into and out of accounts uh, would be tabulated and, and sent into the IRS, any amount of $600 or more. And, you know, they may adjust that uh, amount, but they're measuring flows. This is a, a massive invasion of privacy that we've never seen before. Financial privacy uh, will go right out the window with this new IRS sleuthing and snooping on everyone's financial accounts. I, I hope they're basically go ahead. Go ahead. What what they're basically saying is that we assume every American is a tax cheat and we're going to watch all your financial transactions. And this applies to small businesses as well. So I I uh, you know as I, I look at this, I hope this isn't what America is going to say. But in the past, America has always said about things like this. Well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Why should I care? Well, that that's a problem because this doesn't matter what your tax liability, what your uh, situation is. This is really going against your Fourth Amendment rights to privacy and the way the government and IRS is getting around that. They they can't demand this information directly from you. It's against the Fourth Amendment. But they can get it from third parties like banks. We've seen this with, you know, going to phone companies to get your your phone records, um, which they can't get from you directly. So this is this has got to be stopped. Um, The leadership in Congress is trying to sneak this in the three point five trillion dollar. Is it is it in the reconciliation bill? Absolutely. And uh, we've got a. Uh, alert Americans and and customers of banks that, you know, this new uh, invasion of privacy is about to take hold. And, you know, Glenn, you you know, the IRS doesn't have a very good track record of keeping people's uh, personal information private as well. There's been plenty of IRS uh, leaks. There's been political profiling uh, of people based on their tax returns. Um, You can't trust the IRS with this massive amount of data on every single American. And plus you have the risk of, of a data breach, the IRS being hacked and all your personal transaction information is there. It's a crazy proposal. It's got to be stopped in its tracks. And, you know, we're afraid that, you know, people aren't watching what's in this $3.5 trillion uh, budget deal. And these are the kind of things that will come back to haunt us. So this is, this would allow the IRS to have information that if you wrote a thousand dollar or 800 or $600, $600 check to the GOP or the DNC, the IRS would then have that information uh, and that you could become on a list uh, if you are donating to people and you're writing a check for it. 
Well, as we've seen, the IRS has a very poor track record of keeping people's information private. There was just a big leak um, with ProPublica on uh, wealthy Americans' tax returns uh, was was turned over to the uh, press. Um, so the IRS right. cannot be trusted. And really, it, it, Americans won't tolerate this profiling of individuals based on their financial transactions. The IRS and the government have no business snooping on people's financial transactions. This is this is the worst type of profiling, you know, stop and frisk people. It's going to lead to more audits. It's going to lead to, you know, the IRS being tripped up with a lot of false positives. I mean, people have various bank accounts and move money around for all kinds of reasons. Some people are taking care of their elderly parents and, and you know, use their account. And it, it's just going to be a dragnet of collecting people's private financial information and turning it over to the government. And, and then you have to answer for it. If they see anything they don't understand, then you have to, not only do you have to answer for all the receipts and everything else, you're now going to have to answer for possibly spending that they don't understand or moving things from different accounts. Well, absolutely. And the, the IRS is, is extremely powerful. They could freeze your bank account. They could, garnish your bank account. They could uh, demand that the uh, bank uh, send in even more detailed information on your financial transactions. It's amazing already what the uh, banks have to provide to the IRS. Any transaction now over 10,000 has to be reported to the IRS in a currency transaction report. Any suspicious activities, uh, the bank has to legally report uh, to the government, to the IRS. So uh, we, we don't need this blanket dragnet of sleuthing on every American on their financial transactions. And another thing that, you know, is is troubling is that, you know, a lot of people that recently came from, you know, dictatorship type governments don't trust government or the financial system already. You're going to push more people out of the banking system uh, that don't oh, yeah. don't trust government. So let me ask you one more question. Uh, the big banks are for this. Um, and I think the big banks now are kind of in a public private partnership with the Fed and, and the United States government. But um, the big banks are for this. This doesn't this cripple small local banks because of just the reporting on all of this will be just so onerous on you guys, wouldn't it? Well, absolutely. It's going to be a very burdensome, costly, um, you know, to, to implement the computer systems, the, the monitoring, the, the personnel you need to keep track of all this. It's preposterous. But, you know, the, the federal government doesn't care. The, the Treasury doesn't care. The administration doesn't care. They just want to get after people's money. They want to get after uh, you know, stopping and frisking people and looking at what they're doing with their financial accounts, profiling them. This is uh, the worst type of policy I've seen in a long time here in Washington. And, and people have to weigh in. People have to speak up and, and get to their congressmen and senators and say, you know, we're not going to tolerate this new IRS reporting. And you can do that uh, via banklocally.org slash privacy. You can send a member of Congress uh, your message, banklocally.org slash privacy. Paul, I've been saying for a while that 
people should get out of these big banks. Um, I myself do business with a bank and uh, it's owned locally. It keeps all of its loans locally. It doesn't sell them off. Uh, it it is truly stand on the community's own. You know what I mean? Um, if people want to get out of a bank, they ask me all the time, what do I look for? And I just say local, as local as you can possibly get. Can you give the audience some tips on what to look for in a local bank that keeps well, them out of this mess? Well, you, you hit on the key points is that the, the local bank only does well if the local community does well. The money they uh, that's deposited in a local bank is, is turned around and used to lend out to the local community. So um, it's all uh, part of a symbiotic relationship to keep that small community healthy and uh, you can go to banklocally.com and, and look up uh, a local bank and, and find one. You know, we have 5,000 community banks uh, located around the country. We're, we're in uh, rural areas and urban areas. And it, it's important to have that personal relationship with uh, your, your local bank. They're there to help you. We did, uh, you know, a trillion dollars worth of PPP lending, uh, the Paycheck Protection Program to help uh, keep businesses afloat. Um, so uh, our banks do uh, over half of all the small business lending in the country. So if you need a, a local bank, uh, go to banklocally.com and you'll, you'll find a local bank you could join up with. Paul, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Paul Mursky, he's uh, Independent Community Bankers of America. Uh, it, is, it is vital that you speak out um, against this $600 rule that is being put in. It will weaponize the IRS. Uh, it will come back to haunt you. I don't care if you're not doing anything wrong or not. Uh, it will come back to haunt each and every one of us. It's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. You have to stand up against it. You can go to banklocally.org slash privacy and send a message to your member of Congress and the Senate that this must not be in any bill. It's got to be stopped. It will also really hurt your local bank. And that's where you should have your money. I urge you to put your money into a local bank. Get it out of these banks that are all worried about ESG and their, their global uh, equity and their partnership with the governments around the world. Get into a local bank. Local, local, local is the answer to protect yourself. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. The open border policies are a threat to all Americans and all American cities, and you need to be aware of how this is going to affect you. That doesn't just come from me. That came from Barack Obama yesterday, that this has to stop. Uh, will it? I don't know, because I don't know what the goals of this administration are. I, I can't figure out the metrics they're using to measure success anymore. Tulsi Gabbard is uh, joining us. She is the first female combat veteran to ever run for president and the first female combat veteran ever elected to Congress. And we welcome her uh, to the Glenn Beck program. Hi, Tulsi. How are you? 
Aloha, Glenn. I'm good. It's good to talk to you always. Good, good to talk to you. Um, I've been I've been wanting to talk to you about so many things uh, lately. Yes, there's a lot going on. Yeah, let's start with the uh, let's just start with the border. Your thoughts on this? Uh, look, Glenn, we cannot have a secure country unless we have a secure border. And the Biden and Harris administration's open door policy uh, at the border is is a disaster. It it needs to end. And it is a direct cause for the humanitarian and national security crisis um, that we've been seeing play out. Uh, You know, there's there's a direct correlation between the changes in policy that this administration made through executive order very shortly after taking office uh, and the results that we are seeing. Uh, You know, I've I've heard from some folks saying, well, you know, some people got deported or some people got sent back home, but you've got to pay attention to the fact that through the campaign, uh, the very presidential campaign, there was a very clear message sent, hey, yeah, we're going to have an open door policy. We've seen how at a practical level, uh, I think the the, uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary said uh, yesterday or the day before that Uh, Of all of those uh, tens of thousands of people who were uh, under the bridge in Del Rio, now we're seeing uh, what anywhere between 10 and and 20,000 people who are now uh, in the United States uh, with, you know, some vague message of a notice to appear and not knowing where they are or where Mm -hmm. they've gone and, and, and without any kind of vetting. And this is, this is the hypocrisy of this policy is, you know, for people who want to fly into our country, right, you've got to have a visa. Uh, there are no fly lists that their names are checked against. And, uh, oh, by the way, you also have to get either a COVID vaccine or a COVID test if you're coming from another country. Um, but for those who want to bypass all of those requirements, the message that is sent and is loudly received around the world is, hey, just go south of the border. Come right across. Tulsi, I, 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 I don't know how... I don't know how this administration is judging things anymore. Every every everything that is supposedly good for America seems bad for us. The good guys are the bad guys. I mean, we're we're now saying that the Taliban are our partners, which is absolutely um, obscene. The Border Patrol has been accused of whipping people. And when it comes out that that's not what was happening the president still went on and said, there's going to be a high price that's not going to stand. Those people will pay. My gosh, what is happening? <laughs> this goes to the core problem here, Glenn, of, of uh, leadership. And I've known Joe Biden for a long time. I consider him a friend. And it, it, uh, the, the reality, though, is, is what he's doing here uh, is wrong. And on a whole host of issues, we're seeing under this Biden-Harris administration that our country is rapidly, rapidly moving uh, in the wrong direction, whether you're talking about this absolute tragic failure of a, a execution of the withdrawal from Afghanistan. You, you and I have spoken before. I think the withdrawal is the right thing to do, should have happened a mm-hmm. long time ago. Yes. But the way that they have carried this out, um, you know, it, it is, it's, it's a betrayal to our men and women who served there. It's a betrayal to those who worked with them. It, it's been an abject failure. You look at what's happening. Betrayal, everybody. Abject failure. You look at our economy. You look at inflation uh, in all of these different areas, you know, civil liberties, privacy, these now travel lists with the vaccine mandates. I mean, each of these you can look at and see, uh, sadly, 
how our um, constitutional rights are being violated and the uh, Constitution is not being upheld uh, and how we're not we're not living up to the principles and values that that uh, make this country as, as great as it is. Tulsi, I, I have to tell you, the reason why I like you is we may disagree on things and you, there might be things that you think I believe that are crazy and, and vice versa. But we respect each other that we know yeah. that each of us are trying to do the right thing for America. Um, and and I know I hope you know that if Donald Trump were doing all of these things, I'd be on the air saying the guy's a dictator. He we're moving uh, against the Constitution. We're destroying ourselves economically uh, and in every other way. Are there honest people that, you know, that voted for for Joe Biden, who are now starting to see this is everything both sides have warned against. Uh, of course, and I, and I think there are many more Americans who don't care about left versus right, Good. Democrat versus Republican, but people who care about our country and who are deeply concerned about the direction uh, that we are headed and who can't make sense. Of, of the policies uh, that, that we're seeing being put forward. And what this really comes down to is, is sadly, people in positions of power in our country who are putting their own political ambition or selfish interest ahead of the interest of our country and the American people. And, and that's what's so heartbreaking is seeing uh, their willingness to sacrifice the well-being of our country uh, for their own interests rather than the other way around, sacrificing their own interests for the interests of the country. I was talking to a senator today, and she said, you know, in, in talking to the three generals yesterday, if mm-hmm. they're telling the truth, then then why did Biden make this decision? It's his right to make the decision in Afghanistan. Um, but I, I what what's the motive here? And if I if just looking at this, this is not incompetence. It can't be because if it was incompetence, once in a while, something would fall in America's favor or in freedom's favor. Um, this is just um, the, the the most comprehensive, destructive policies that I've I've ever witnessed. Can you come up with a reason that's not nefarious that all these things are happening? Uh, I, you know, it does, it goes, it goes to leadership and it goes to what are our leaders, uh, the Biden Harris administration and leaders across, uh, across our, our national leaders is, is what's your objective. And that's how I approach these, these challenges and these problems that we're facing with kind of a military mindset is, Hey, what, what is our objective? What are we trying to accomplish? And then you can figure out what's the best way to accomplish and to achieve that objective but i I just i think that they have a different objective than america does well and that's the problem that's the problem here when when you see uh you know one thing we haven't mentioned for example is when you see how uh the policies coming from this administration are further dividing our country through the use of of race and identity politics everything is becoming racialized you can't see anything through the lens of of what Dr. King talked about, you know, judging people on the, the content of their character rather than the color of their skin, looking at issues for what they actually are. Uh, and instead, you have, a, you know, if, if anyone uh, dares to 
uh, criticize the policies or the actions or decisions of, of Kamala Harris, for example. They're accused of uh, being racist uh, or sexist. And, and so, so many of these things, we can't even have real dialogue around um, for fear of uh, many people are afraid of being canceled or being called these names or being given these attributes and, and, and saying, well, this is, this is who you are and you don't, you don't actually care. Uh, and this is, this is part of the problem. If you were in Congress today as a Democrat, which you were, um, I'm not sure if you still are. You are an independent, I think. Um, but if you, I'm, I'm still a Democrat. Still a Democrat. I'm, okay. So if you still, are... Speaking up on, and trying to bring about these changes. What would you... What would your advice be to the people who are in Congress now looking at this $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill? Take the provisions that are in that bill, break them up, put them forward, each standing on their own, and allow the American people and their representatives to debate each of these proposals uh, on their merits and pass them accordingly. Uh, you know, when there, and there, there are some there are some good provisions in that bill that I would agree with, and there are a whole lot that I don't think are worth spending American taxpayer dollars on. But the American taxpayer doesn't really get a choice when all they're given is it's all or nothing. And, and obviously, it's a political, tactical decision for them mm-hmm. to do this, to be able to force down the throats of the American people this massive three and a half trillion dollar spending bill that's got everything under the sun in it. So they don't get a say, you know, people can vote for or against it, saying, well, you know, hey, I like this thing or I didn't like that thing. And uh, and, and just the cost and consequence of, of taking this approach is is too great. Is it going to pass? I don't know, Glenn. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't see how they're able to not only find some agreement between Democrats and Republicans in the Senate on this. Uh, what to speak of the differences uh, that that are playing out between uh, Democrats themselves uh, right now, especially uh, in the House. So um, we'll see. Tulsi Gabbard, thank you. It's always a pleasure to have you on. I, I wish we could have you on more. You are full of common sense, and uh, I wish we could get back to a world, and we have to get back to a world where we can disagree, but we don't have to be disagreeable. We can we can still walk away friends. Tulsi, thank you so much. Thank you, Glenn. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.